0: about your research, your research that formed the foundation of the plant paradox in which you got into something called lectins and what you discovered.
1: Yeah. So interestingly, going back you know, to my research at Yale, plants have a defense system against being eaten and as strange as it may seem to people, plants do not want to be eaten. They have a life. They do not want their babies eaten, their seeds, but they have—they can't run, hide, or you know, fight, but they're chemists of incredible ability. So they can produce a defense against being eaten that causes the animal pain, suffering, doesn't thrive, and one of their defense systems is a protein that are called lectins, and most people have never heard of lectins, but most people have heard of gluten, and gluten happens to be a lectin, and glutens are sticky proteins that go looking for sugar molecules to stick to, and those sugar molecules line the lining of our gut, they line the lining of our joints, they line the spaces where one nerve talks to another nerve, they line the surface of our blood vessels. And lo and behold, if a animal eats a plant lectin and the animal isn't doing well or doesn't feel well or doesn't thrive, a smart animal says, you know, every time I eat this plant or this plant baby, I'm not doing very well and I'm not going to eat this anymore. Plant wins, the animal wins, everybody's happy. Then humans arrive. Humans, as all of us know, are rather stupid. When we eat things that don't agree with us or cause heart disease, we keep eating them and get a stand or a coronary bypass. So, what I set out to do is show, actually based originally on my research at Yale, that most of the compounds that we think are normal to eat only arrived in the human diet 10,000 years ago when grains and beans were started to be eaten. And some of our favorite foods only arrived in our diet 500 years ago when Columbus began trafficking in North and South American plant products, like peanuts, like tomatoes, like eggplant, like potatoes, like corn. These are all modern foods with lectins in them that we, the vast majority of us, I've never seen except for 500 years. So that that was the basis. Thank you. So as you mentioned, lectins affect our
0: bodies in not so great ways. Specifically, our gastrointestinal system. Maybe I shouldn't say specifically, but in addition to all the other parts of the body that you outlined there. And the gastrointestinal tract is also known as the gut, and there's something called the gut wall, which really is a misnomer because it's only about a cell thick. Why should we care, Dr. Gundry, if we have food particles that are permeating the gut wall and getting into our bloodstream?
1: Great question. And anyone who is at all worried about COVID actually ought to know that the reason pre-existing conditions are why people with pre-existing conditions are so susceptible to getting COVID and getting sick from COVID is that all pre-existing conditions are caused by leaky gut and if that doesn't get your attention, nothing should. So 80% of our immune system lines our gut, and it's there because foreign particles shouldn't get through our wall. Think of it as the Great Wall of China, and the Mongolian horde shouldn't be coming across the wall. And when foreign invaders come across the wall, our immune system, which is our army, gets energized and causes inflammation. And in my current book, The Energy Paradox, the lack of energy is because our immune system is taking every last bit of energy and fuel to fight a continuous war that's occurring because the hordes are coming across our border. And that's because of the lectins. The lectins are breaking down. Yeah. There's a, a wonderful professor at Harvard now, Dr. Fasano, who actually proved that lectins are one of the major causes of leaky gut, of making holes in the wall. And he was able to demonstrate this. In fact, he recently wrote a paper that says All diseases are caused by leaky gut, period. And I totally agree with him.
0: So as someone who has been a passionate student of functional and integrative medicine for years, I'm talking about myself here, I thought I was eating a healthy diet, Dr. Gundry. So did I. And I realized thanks to you, that I'm not and what has also shocked me is that I clearly also have a leaky gut and how do I know? Tell me if this resonates. I sleep about eight or nine hours a night but when I wake up, I'm tired and I go through the day and more often than not, I feel tired and I have brain fog. And I drink my cup of coffee and I'm also on antidepressant medication because I've suffered from depression over the years. And as you say, in the energy paradox, you believe most Americans like me, like you, have leaky gut. Yeah. How do you know?
1: Well, luckily now there are sophisticated measurements of whether or not you're activating the triggers that open the little tight junctions. And you can show, I've published papers on this, Dr. Fasano's published papers, that if we remove the mischief makers that for most of us cause leaky gut, and we repair the wall of our gut, and the energy paradox teaches you how to do that, we can measure, every every three months we do blood tests and show that in fact, oh my gosh, you know, it may take a while, but now, number one, your leaky gut is gone, but number two, all the other markers of inflammation that we can measure, like C-reactive protein, like I talk in the book, and they're gone. And I'll give you a great example today. I just saw a woman today in her 60s. She's a physician, and she was diagnosed with with Parkinson's disease that came out of the blue about a year ago. And interestingly enough, every time her well-meaning physicians would put her on Parkinson's drugs, she got worse. And she's going, this isn't jiving," And she's Skinny, she's healthy, she's eaten a healthy diet, she's a health nut. So, we got these leaky gut tests, and we also got brain tests, leaky brain tests. And as I talk about in the energy paradox, if you've got leaky gut, the odds are you have leaky brain and you have neuroinflammation, which basically means that. You're attacking your own brain, and I talk about this in The Energy Paradox. So long story short, we get these tests, and not only does she have big-time leaky gut, which didn't surprise me, she's sensitive to a number of lectin-containing foods, among which is corn, and she grew up in Iowa and loves corn. and. Then we look at her brain, and she has autoimmune attacks against the movement centers in her brain so she so she more than likely has what's called gluten ataxia, or at the very at the very best, she doesn 't have parkinson's; she has an autoimmune attack against her brain caused by her leaky gut, and so the exciting thing is, you know, here's a 65 year old woman who is basically on a walker and going, geez, you know, this is my life. You know, I'm a doctor, I'm 65, the medicines aren't working. So the exciting thing is, holy cow, now we know why that happened to you. And if you, you know, again, yeah, if you had asked me 15 years ago, I would have said it's pseudoscience. But now here's. Phenomenal evidence that the food that this woman was eating was the cause, you know, of her Parkinson-like syndrome. Dr. Gundry,
0: I can guess some of our listeners who are still in college may be thinking, well, gosh, 65 is a long way off. What does this energy paradox have to do with me? How, how are the, the diet of our young listeners affecting their gut in such a way that it is affecting their ability to live with the kind of vitality that they would like to have?
1: Got off the phone yesterday with a recent graduate from a Southern university, and I won't uh, embarrass him by saying that, Southern University, but he had struggled all his life with irritable bowel, with allergies, with eczema, had trouble gaining weight, had lots of brain fog in college and was really struggling with anxiety and depression in college. And he was on antidepressive meds, which seemed to even make him more brain foggy and A year and a half ago he discovered my book the plant paradox and within six months, he was off his antidepressants, he was gaining weight, he no longer had irritable bowel, and he's now married so and it, it, we were talking, and he just wanted he, Called me. He says, you know, he says, I just want to tell you, you know, I don't know, you don't know me, but you changed my life because what I thought was just normal, you know, suck it up, this is what I got to do, isn't normal. And actually, I wrote the Energy Paradox in the introduction. I was I was driving into Orange County to do a PBS promotion to make money for PBS Public Television, and I got a call on my phone driving the the person who was going to interview me, a millennial, couldn't make it in because she just didn't have it in her to come in today. And I'm, you know, I'm going, and I said, oh, geez, you know, should I turn around? They said, no, no, you know, we'll get somebody else. It'll be okay. But that resonated with me so much that this, you know, very young person would go, I just don't have it in me. To, to come into work today to do this. And just a simple interview. And I went, wow, maybe I've been naive about how deep this problem goes. And Dr. Daniel Amen, the famous psychiatrist, and I have talked extensively now, and we've become good friends. And he's convinced that much of our anxiety and depression and tiredness Is coming from our gut, from a dysbiotic microbiome, from a leaky gut. And the whole idea that depression and anxiety is a mental illness, we probably got it wrong. It is a gut illness. And the really cool thing is if we gave more attention to taking care of these hundreds of trillions of single celled organisms that live in our gut, it's amazing what they can do to take care of us.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number 4, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-56. That's 202-236-5712.